Good morning from Indianapolis at Big Ten Media Days for the podcast. I'm Austin Ward, and this man needs no introduction. Ryan Day, head coach of the Ohio State Buckeyes, fresh from vacation, or, or do coaches get vacation in this <laughs> this new era of college football? Well, uh, June is is a tough month. Um, we had three big recruiting weekends. Uh, we had our team. We have all kinds of things going on, uh, and then July is kind of down. It's dead, and that's when everybody gets a chance to get away. And as a coach, you live life of extremes. It's like you know you're working. <laughs> you know, eight months in a row where you don't really get to see your family. But then for that, you know, two to three weeks there in July, you get an opportunity to really be around your family and spend time and kind of rejuvenate as, as you head into the preseason. Now, I understand you were trying to do that, maybe on the golf course, maybe with another college football coach. And then you get a call in the middle of the round that's got to send your wheels spinning a little bit. What happened there? Well, yeah, we were <laughs> playing in, uh, in Chip's uh, golf tournament in New Hampshire and uh, we're making the turn right around where we were staying, and my wife and, and Chip's wife came running out, and so we're in the same conference now. <laughs> Chip's a group ahead, and so we thought that would be a great story. It was a lot of you know funny, um, you know, just stories leading up to that. But we we didn't really know it was coming, to be quite honest with you. You know, we had heard some different things, but we didn't know, and so we started off the round, and we're in two different conferences, and we end the round, and we're in the same one. <laughs> I I know so much of your attention is always focused on that upcoming season, so I don't know how much time that you even devote to what expansion means for you right. or the Big Ten. I mean, is that is that out of mind, out of sight at this point, or are you already starting to think, how does this impact future recruiting plans, schedules, any of that stuff? Yeah, not not really right now. You know, kind of letting, you know, Gene, everybody kind of handle that part of it. Uh, we just have so much uh, on our plate right now in this first game and preseason and the season. So, um, you know, NIL conversations. So there's a lot of a lot of uh, balls to juggle right now. But, it, but it's real. It's great for our, our conference. And I think... You know, when you look ahead on where college football is going, you know, now the Big Ten is really a major, major player, if not the biggest player in America, going coast to coast. You've you've not hidden any of your feelings about regulation, getting NIL, those issues, transfer portal all under control. It sort of comes to a head in, in an event like this. I mean, what in your mind do you think is the most pressing topic for a college football coach that you think we got to get this tackled first before we can get into anything else. Yeah, I think it's a combination of uh, the NIL and the transfer portal, um, you know, in this inducement. I think when you combine all of those things, it's hard. It's hard to project where, you, where, where this is going because, uh, you know, there's really, as, as we all know, there's really no regulations around this. And so a lot of places are asking for third-party groups to handle the NIL packages for their players. Right. And it's just... None of it really makes much sense. Uh, and, and the reason why NIL was put into place wasn't because of collectives and, and inducement and all that. It's, yeah. it's for what our guys are doing, which our guys have had unbelievable success over the last year in NIL, which which has been great. Um, but I really would love to see some sort of structure put in this area so that at least it's equal across the board and uh, we're not creating these hard feelings because I think that's what happens. You know, you see somebody doing something, you're like, wait a minute, is he allowed to do that? Yeah. And uh, I, I kind of use the analogy of speeding. Yeah. You know, if, if the speed limit's 40 miles an hour, how, how many miles over the speed limit do you want to go? If there's no cops on the road. Well, it's, <laughs> and that's what, that's what makes it so hard. But, uh, but at the end of the day, I think our culture is still winning over. I think in recruiting, we're talking about our development and what Ohio State means and what Ohio State can offer yeah. the city of Columbus. And, and that's, that's important right now. So, you are a college football coach, so you probably want to talk about the coaching side, not just all the CEO responsibilities you have. About a week away, roughly, from the start of camp, yeah. uh, 
does the energy start feeling different? Uh, how badly do you want to get out there and just have a whistle around your neck again? Yeah. You know, th- this summer we're able to do a little bit more because of the rules. They were opening some things up and mm-hmm. allow us to use a football. So that was good. So oh, you got a football now. Yeah. So it's amazing the, the concessions that right. they'll make. Well, it's, <laughs> it was good. I mean, there's still a lot of restrictions, but I think we're a little bit further ahead than we were in the past coming out of the summer. But we were able to do a lot more in June and July. So that was great. Uh, but it's going to be good to get out there and start working and start grinding and get ready for that first one. So what what sort of things do you think you can actually have get accomplished with what they allowed you to do? You don't have to throw the tennis balls around or whatever. Yeah. But, but what, what do you think you got out of that, if it's even eight hours or whatever it is per week? Maybe a little bit more on the field, individual instruction, um, some throwing and catching uh, that you can be a part of and make sure that you're, you're monitoring. In the past, a lot of times, you know, when you were throwing and catching, they would have to do that on their own, where now you can monitor it and make sure that guys are doing it the right way so you don't have any type of soft tissue injuries or, or things like that to put your guys at risk. So uh, it just allows us to be more involved. With these three guys that you brought, uh, obviously setting some of the leadership tone for the roster, CJ seems to have found his voice a lot more than certainly at this time a year ago. Uh, how did you settle on these three, and, and what difference do you sort of see in your quarterback? I think just – Coming off of last year, what CJ and Jackson did uh, was pretty remarkable, especially in that last game. And then um, and then the offseason that they had, the leadership that they showed, they were both part of our leadership committee. I thought they showed great leadership. So the combination of what they did in the field last year, along with the offseason they had leadership-wise, I thought it was appropriate to bring them. And then, you know, Ronnie Hickman's now a guy who's been in the program for a while, and, and he's had a very good offseason. And I think he's, he's about, uh, you know, ready to have a, a breakout season. I think he's really adapted well to the new scheme. And uh, we're going to need a big year out of him. So I thought seeing good maturity from him, and and that's the kind of leadership that we're going to need and that veteran leadership in the locker room. I've asked you before about you know CJ and that comfort, and he showed in spring whether it was student appreciation day and the autographs or the pro day yeah. when he threw and uh, that maturation. I'm sure it's natural. How much of it are you tracking and saying, well, this is how far he's come? Because we've also talked about, hey, Ryan Day doesn't get second year quarterbacks very often, hardly ever. Sure, uh, I think. He's always had leadership skills. He's always had a voice. But I think to your point, you know, when you put it on the field, it, it gives you a different uh, confidence about you. And I think he's done that. And, you know, every leader leads different. And I think he has found his voice. Um, and I think he realizes that it's it's not just about, you know, him or the offense. It's the whole entire team. And I think as you get older, you start to realize that. Because when you're young, all you're trying to do is just get a first down. He's just trying to complete his first college football pass against Minnesota last year. Right. Trying to win games. But then you realize you take a step back. Now you almost look at it like a coach. Okay, we need everybody together, and we all got to play together as a team. All right, so I'm going to see you for about another hour over there later on, 15 minutes on this podium. So I'll probably just leave it at that for now. But okay. it's great, as always, to catch up with Ryan Day. We appreciate the time greatly for the podcast. I am Austin Ward. That is Ryan Day. Stay with us for full coverage of Big Ten Media Days here in Indianapolis.